grinder. Heat liner, pimping, stripping, soft, sweet minor. China was a neat signer. Trouble with the script digits. Double dip, bubble lip, subtle list, midget. Borderline, schizo, sort of fine, tits, dough, pour the wine, order grind, quarter to nine, let's go. Ever since 10 11, glad she made a brethren. Then it's last down, seven alligator, seven abdicates. I have a knock and no answer. Slow dancer, hopeless romancer. Dopest flow stanzas. Yes, no, villain. Metal face to death stroke. Guess so, still incredible in escrow. Just say ho, I'll test the yo. Wild West style, flesh y'all best to lay low. Hey bro, day glow, set the bet, pay dough before the cheddar get away. Best to get Mako. The worst hated garden perpetrated odd favors demonstrated in the perforated hard labors. In all quad flavors, large savers. Still back in the game like Jack Lane. Think you know the name? Don't rack your brain on a fast track to half. Same either in a slow beat or that to speed or at the cane. Latter pain. Throwing songs lit in the booth with the best host. Throwing bong hits on the roof in the West Coast. He's at it again. Mad at the pen. Glad that we win a tag that in a bad hat for men. Grind the cinnamon. Manhattan warmongers. You can find the villain in satin. Us. The van screeches, the old man preaches about the gold sand beaches. The cold hand reaches for the old tan Elises. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, there we go. There you go. Technology blows. <laughs> it's also uh, about to rain, so the wind's picking up and everything around here and. This is best. It's analog, you know. It's not. Well, it's not analog. It's all wireless, but it's yeah. like uh, much more secure than Zoom or, uh, you know, even on a clear day, Zoom will freeze up and everything. So. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, but definitely, um, very excited to speak to you. Very happy to be speaking to you again. It's been a while, and you know, crocodile, and absolutely a uh, pleasure to be. Uh, catching up with you and everything delighted to um, i know so excited it does feel like it's been forever the dame i know you need no introduction but if you would like to uh, give one anyway for everyone who is um you know still uh a little slow to catch up to the hype train to the to the phenomenon that is the dame daisy experience <laughs> Uh, if you would like to um, give your deets out and everything like that, where can we see your progress, catch your content, all that? That'd be awesome. Okay, what's up, turds, nerds, freaks, and geeks, and all in between? It's me, your girl, Daisy Dane, and I'm so happy to be back. It's been a minute, but I've been fortunate enough to be on a couple times already, so I feel like I'm just, I feel very grateful. Thank you so much, and it's, you have a very amazing community that you're growing and it's exciting okay where you can find me is my channel on dame von von daisy on youtube i'm also on instagram snapchat tiktok and twitch but mostly youtube and twitch and instagram are like my main platforms awesome 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 and i highly encourage everyone listening out there um i know a lot of you are new listeners and everything go check out the past episodes that uh we've done together we've had some great conversations over art over um you know celebrity news over uh conspiracy theories mantis experiences was our first one i still think are like one of the best conversations um 
on the beyond yeah on the podcast you know exactly that that was one of my favorite of all time one of my favorites too i agree with that i really like that one too Oh, and I, I look forward to the future. I look forward to doing a lot more shows. And, um, you know, just this show is going to be incredible. I know it's going to be uploaded right before Halloween, but it's not necessarily a Halloween uh, special, but we're going to be talking a lot about the um, more occult and uh, supernatural experiences, as well as, uh, you know, just things we've been working on. And I feel like your your channel lately, your content on YouTube, has really been uh, very seasonal, very very uh, Sam Wayne seasonal, very Halloween seasonal. Um, do you mind catching everyone up with what you've been doing, what you've been working on in regards to like the Key of Solomon and addressing like the Satanic Panic of the eighties and nineties? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I was kind of. I don't know. I have a son, so I was getting in the spirit of the Halloween. And as much as we don't, you know, celebrate what Halloween represents, things like that, we do get into the, like you said, the season, we get into the spirit like that. And so I wanted to kind of, yeah, cater my content around that idea. So we were looking into things that were seemingly on the surface, very scary, like something that most people would see and they'd be like, oh, that's frightening, or instant, you know, fear would be incited by these topics, and taking that fear out of it, which is always really fun. So, yeah, I, I just find it fascinating how the whole thing with the um, Satanist and Satanic panic, a lot of people have no real idea of their philosophies, their ideologies, things like that. And they just want to fear the idea that there's these terrible people out there when that's so unnecessary. So I stay focused on taking the fear out of these topics and being willing and open to discuss those topics. So we were doing Satanists versus Luciferians and what each means, what their ideologies are, what their beliefs are. And they're actually very different, and most people get them very confused. So I thought that was a very good a neat, fun idea. Um, I'm trying to think of what else have... What were the other topics? Uh, you have done work on the Kia Solomon. You did two videos oh, on yeah. that, and I thought that was incredible that you would um, approach a subject, like you said, without the fear or without any kind of bias. Or and, dramatization, right. Like, yes. we can talk about these things without dramatizing it. Like, so many people want to suck you in with that fear bait or that scare or that illusion that, you know, time is ticking and we just don't have a moment left. And it's like, oh, come on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, just, um, I want people to calm down and enjoy their lives and realize that not everything is so scary. We name names on this podcast. And um, one of the channels that I used to love, but then kind of noticed and realized because nothing human is alien to me, right? And I feel like mm -hmm. I've experienced a lot to kind of see everything from both sides. Yeah. Uh, a call for an uprising had me hooked for like three or four years. I was just like every video I was watching, like you see the Illuminati symbolism that there's some demons and that they're all controlling. And I was like, and it really makes you focused on everything occult or magical, but you see right. it as a direct attack on you are Christianity and even something greater like goodness or like Christ. Right. And you see that it's it makes you zealous. And at well, 
the kind of turning point is when you start looking at yourself and you're like, you're no different than like the Taliban or like, exactly like, you know, people who would destroy art or burn books because you don't like what it's saying. And you have this kind of holy war mentality which is like really dark ages and it's really, you know, non, non enlightened. And it's because of the inability to, to distance and see these things for what they are. Um, And we get the algorithms, you know, we understand that mm -hmm. clickbait is a part of, you know, certain platforms that people utilize that to the best of their ability and who can blame them. They're right. Because those are the type of videos, sensationalized videos that people are going to click on. But at the same time, I agree. It's, it's, Oh, that it was just one example. Like it's, yeah, one example. It's not working towards the goal that we're working towards. It seems like it's not, not productive. Pro- it's not productive. It has some kind of like damage uh, that it does to society. And you're right that there is like a cult or a religious belief that's forming in America that is not truly Christian, but it's like anti-supernatural, anti-occult, um, anti-secret um, society. And it's, right. It's like... Um, you know how, like, it's becoming kind of like a, a, a kind of a uh, a type of racism or like a prejudice in America, where these yeah. people are are teaching their kids to hate it and to fear it. And that's what and it is: teaching their kids to hate, to teaching hate others to hate. Like Satanic Panic, when we talked about Satanic Panic, mm-hmm. that or not when you had your video about it, but to to talk about that a Satanic Panic thing, you're right that there is a. Uh, I mean, yes, there's a validity to the concern. We we are all concerned about a crime and, and cults right. and child abuse. But to say that they were burning, like, heavy metal albums and they were literally throwing people uh, in jail for crimes they didn't commit. It was commit. like a witch hunt. A witch right, hunting, yep, yes. it was like the witch hunt. Witch yep. hunting. And it was something that it was a heavily debated issue, like uh, mm-hmm. talk shows, because, you know, we... We didn't, they didn't. There was no real internet, so people got their information through the big corporate media machine. That was and they like, believed it to be true. Yes. Every word they believed that there were like cults of neighborhood Satanists sacrificing cats. They genuinely believed that, right? Yeah. The news and the media outlets caused people to believe that there was real harm being done. And, yeah, not just hurting animals, but, like you had stated, to children, and it's it's madness. Because, of course, that's going to pull on America or whoever's heartstrings. Of course, it's going to pull on people's heartstrings and get them to react and say, oh, no, this isn't okay. Like, And the fact that they looked into it and it turned out to be a big nothing burger is what really blows my mind. And the fact that people still stick with this storyline and a a lot of people are Satanists and they don't even know it. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody or upset anybody, but look into their beliefs. I mean, a lot of people's beliefs are very similar and they don't even recognize it. You did a great job on that, breaking down the tenets of um, Satanism and how it, yeah, when you actually break down the tenets of it, because it is all in the open and I'm not a Satanist, but I understand, like, Neither. for example, the right. controversy when they have, like, the Satanic uh, statue at a courthouse or they have the Satanic church give the uh, the opening ceremony at, I believe it was, like, Arizona, uh, yeah. uh, Phoenix City Council or something. Like, they're integrating it as a official uh, religion or faith in America. 
and people are shocked and aghast at that. But instead of saying it's an apocalyptic sign of the times, you have to see it for what it is. It's a, it's as legitimate as any other spiritual belief. It's organized and it has uh, paperwork like commandments and values and ethic systems that are and no believe different. Believe it or not, yeah, most of them want to do good. That's yeah. the crazy part. That's why they're opening a council like that or a meeting because they care about what's happening in the public. They care about what's happening in our communities. They care about what the government's doing. They're trying to make a change. And I'm not here bougeing for them, fighting for them. That's not my fight. You know what I mean? But it is something that needs to be um, seen clearly for what it is. And it's not like, exactly. Like it's, it's something that is absurd at this point. And it's like saying that there's like a black agenda or a, an Asian agenda in America. Right. It's one of those things that's just very divisive. And um, the the more you fight it, the the worse everything around you in society kind of becomes. Because it's not inclusive. You're not trying to, um, you know, build bridges. You're trying to burn them. Right. And, it's more divide and conquer and the yeah. illusion of a threat there's no boogeyman you know and that's exactly. that's essentially what many people want you to think is that there's some boogeyman always lurking around the corner ready to be like boo i'm gonna screw up your life and that's just not happening oh ex- exactly and and now the other video you did that i thought was really cool on youtube and everyone should check it out is the your tier list your conspiracy tier list <laughs> Uh, that was actually really fun to kind of watch you uh, run through them and really put in perspective. I think everyone should do that where you kind of sit down and personally assess like the, the big picture, like what do you actually believe and are not? And it shouldn't be something that, you know, uh, you spend forever on. It's like a gut instinct thing. Yeah. And I I thought that that process was really cool. Like exactly. Like if you got a bunch of, bunch of cards or note cards, and you put the different conspiracy theories on from like a conspiracy theory iceberg, and just you know, as you as you went through them, instantly gave your first impression on them. Um, you know, I think it's healthy. I think it's it, it's really cool to give your personal fingerprint on on where uh, like your progress in this truth community type thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a good way to put it is your progress in the community because when you first start looking into these things, it can be alarming. It is overwhelming. It is a lot, especially when you were somebody that was of the world, not just in it. You know what I mean? When you're somebody that believed in those material things and then you start getting into these things. I loved the tier list. I thought it was a really unique idea and like not unique because a lot of people do the tier list, but for our community, because not a lot of people in our community do the tier list in that way. So I thought that would just be fun. I definitely want to do more of those. And I thought it was really interesting, too, to see people's responses to my response, because I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of, you know, they think that I think one way or another, but once they can see it for themselves and I can just put it out there for them, I guess it makes it easier or, you know, easier to understand. But it was definitely fun, and I would encourage others to do it because it does help you understand where do you stand, what do you believe in, what do you not believe in, um, where are you at with certain ideas or theories or whatever, and what ones you can also debunk yourself. If you're looking into these things, you should always try and look at the arguments against these things as well. You know, we should be looking at both sides so that way we can see the full picture. 
Oh, exactly. And I think that's a big point, too, is also to get it out there that we're not all the same, that we all have unique um, perspectives and beliefs, no matter if you say they're fringe or not, but we don't all believe everything we're told, we're, even things in the conspiracy world, that I think that's a big stereotype, is that when, right. you, when you get red-pilled or uh, you seek truth or become a member of the truth community, that everything is now... Like, you believe everything. You literally believe every crazy idea. Right. People just think that you believe that lizards are living beneath the earth, that the earth is flat. Like, every single one is what you must believe in, even though certain ones go against each other and it wouldn't make sense for these two to exist at the same time. But you're right. That is how it goes. If you, even I, you know, you oh, no, can't even I, allow the thought of these things. You just, yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. And you must be a believer. That from, like, we always got to keep perspective of ourselves and, you know, um, because we the, the biggest thing you can do in life that kind of uh, you see as a key fault is to have the hubris and no self-awareness. And you're not, you got to always keep perspective of how you look to others and how, you know, you got to keep the, the, the the concept that you are a member of society, you know, like right. uh, we live in a society. So if you are trying to be a conspiracy theorist or a legitimate journalist or investigator in these things or a content creator or whatever you want to define yourself as, right? Uh, right. Uh, but you need to understand that if the people who are who see you for the first time they don't know what you're about. You have to very clearly define, like, everyone's existence is about that. Very clearly defining who they want to be remembered as, what they want to pursue. You know, exactly. And it's that's the sign of legitimization in higher society where you're like, I, you know, I not only have opinions about this, I have deeply ingrained um, ethical judgments on these things, kind of, and, and do not right. be afraid to do that. Exactly, do not be afraid to take a stand, like you talked about um, flat earthers and everything like that. Like people think because you believe in, uh, you know, you show them one thing that you must believe in flat Earth, and I thought that was a huge evidence of the psyop. You're right; people right. have very controversial and divisive opinions on that, and. But every single uh, basic person, plebeian, mainstream NPC, they think all conspiracy theorists believe in the flat earth. They think right. all conspiracy theorists believe um, in every single conspiracy theory. Then we need to do our part as conspiracy theorists in our own way to, to you know, disprove this stereotype. That, no. I agree with that. Yeah, we and it's, are, it's better off that people are not sitting around concerned and shaking in their britches. And you know what I mean? It only it's not productive. It doesn't help us get anywhere. It doesn't help us change anything. It's just like how as people who are Christians need to dispel the stereotype of uh, you know, exactly dark age mentality, witch hunt type things that we were just talking about. Like right. like that irrational, judgmental um, you know, violent antisocial type trend. Same thing with conspiracy theories. This idea that this open-headed, 
uh, or empty-headed, you know, like literally gullibility with no foundation or and discernment, right? A discernment, exactly. See how that that's one of those things where it's a legitimacy to have discernment. It's a legitimacy to have a good foundation and critically analyze, uh, analyze things. And that's why we are truthers is because we think deeply about things and their accuracies and their validities. We don't, yeah. we're not easily fooled by uh, lies. That's the thing, like, the irony is that we are supposed to be the one who's like, you can't lie to us, we see the truth. But then we actually are the ones being um, deceived in many right. cases because we just simply want to believe and not yeah. not want to know or do the homework. We just simply want, you know... Um, with with the flat earth psyop that went on in I believe it was 2015 is when it really picked up a lot of momentum. It went strong for a minute there. It really did. No one no one could really even a, uh, answer why there were rap songs and like huge like video archives like hundreds of channels and like you know creators and uh, influencers came out of the woodwork as if though right. it was organic, but no one really had ever stopped and wondered where were these people 10 years ago? Where were these people 15 years ago? Right. Yeah. And, and it, it is a strongly held belief too. The people who are into that are deep, 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 deep into that. It's not just like something that they looked into once or twice and they thought, Oh, this is interesting. No, this is something that they are making their whole identity in a sense. Well, yep. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because that's not healthy. <laughs> it's identity politics. A lot of this is identity politics. And same thing mm-hmm. with, with all conspiracy theories. It's because um when you are you know, exactly when you are actually involved in these things, your ego gets attached to it. Amen to that. And and people need to realize that the ego is like um the worst thing. You need to get rid of that. You need to Kill your ego. Let it go. Yeah, yeah, have an ego death because it is, it's healthy for you. Oh, my gosh. I've had two in my life, thank the Lord. <laughs> and it's been a very humbling experience. It's very necessary. Oh, I'm absolutely. not all that in a bag of chips. I get that, you know? Oh, absolutely. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. The thing is, not everyone survives an ego death. And that's oh, one that's of those true. things that's that. that's true. <laughs> Some we, people can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, you got to, like, I guess no one really does survive it, but you got to turn that symbolic death uh, into the new beginning. And that's right. like the big enlightenment phase. And exactly, millions of people. Something very beautiful. Yeah. Everyone fears it because so many people fail at it. I think that's a reality. It's like people fear jumping off a cliff because no one really gets away with it. You know, it's exactly, like people fear the ego okay, death. They right. realize it's going to be it the hurts. end of them. But It is. It is. It, it hurts like a mofo, but right. it's necessary. And it is. It's earth shattering. Like it's life changing. The only, only way for new beginnings. Yeah. You. The only way for new beginnings, though, it's like you have to break the glass, you know, right. to get to the other side. And that glass is everything you thought you were or you thought reality was. And, right. And it, exactly. It's one of those um, uh, perfectly um, singular experiences. It doesn't involve anyone else. You can't seek it in anyone else. You can't find it in any place. Right. You can't buy it. You can't. Like it, it happens completely from within, and your transformation is completely your responsibility. And you say, like, the only one you can judge is yourself for it. 
and it doesn't matter the details of how it happens, but what you do with it. Like it's like it's like this perfect it's on your own time, but it's something it's kinda like how artists think that, you know, the creation of something is so beautiful, <laughs> but it's the same as the destruction of something, like the dance of Shiva. It's the mm-hmm. creation and the destruction. So yes, the creation is a beautiful process, but so is the breakdown. So is the destruction. So is the chaos. So is, you know, all of that. It's Again, hard. It's tough. It's gonna hurt, <laughs> but it, it's worth it to get through the other side and see what you can become and what you can do with that knowledge. Now, that's a very interesting uh, point to follow. So let's keep that in mind. This idea of breaking through to the other side, of letting go of your former self and your identity, mm-hmm. and because okay. it is Halloween and it is the season. Uh, four spirits, it's the thinning of the veil and the crossing over of, uh, you know, the deceased into this dimension again, into their old realm, as well as, mm-hmm. you say, other dimensional entities, etc. Uh, do you think the, the, the idea of spirits is a symbolic reality because people, especially uh, modern people, cannot let go of who they are, have this fear of the great death, the great uh, crossing over, and know that they themselves would prefer or choose to stay on Earth, even as a ghost, even as just a shadow of themselves. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. As soon as my time, as soon as it's my, like, when you know, when that day comes, I'm going to vibe right out of here and ascend. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's, that's the thing people but don't do even realize that. is an option. Now, I don't think people even realize that's an option now. They're right. so committed to this one reality, this one plane of existence that, like, I always thought they were afraid to go to heaven or hell, and I don't right. think that they yeah. even know what those are. I agree with that. I thought the fear was the unknowing or what comes after. Now, how, do you have any... Uh, any kind of uh, take on ghosts or spirits, like any kind of like uh, personal, um, maybe experience or philosophy when it comes to them? It- yeah. Um, okay. So I believe that it's possible. I believe that, you know, we're all energy, everything that exists, so on and so forth. So in that even when you die, you can weigh the soul leaving your body and you know that energy cannot be destroyed right so it continues so there i do believe that there could be some form of spirits or entities beyond our vision because we can only see with our eyes a small percent of our actual reality like we're missing 90 percent of it so i do believe that there could be some type of beings that live outside of our view or you know what i mean of our perception things like that or people who passed on maybe if they have work that's not done possibly but I think that people would be a little, some people would be surprised to hear that I do believe that, I don't know, I do believe in spirits and ghosts, like, of course. But, yeah, I do. And I've had definitely, like, personal experience. The first home I lived in was definitely haunted. It was the worst, the worst haunted house I've ever been in, like, in my life, like, ever, ever experienced. The worst I've ever encountered, even when I moved multiple times, I never experienced what I experienced in that home. And it was like, 
moments of where my room would just feel so thick, like jello in the air. I know that sounds weird, but it felt like tension, like something was in there, like in an, there was all this pressure. And so I would walk out of my room and it was gone. And it's distinctly in my room. And even when I was younger, I would hear like music playing out of my closet, like orchestra bands, like very big instrumentals. And I would cry because I'm just a baby, right? A little baby thing. And my parents would come up and they heard it, but then it would stop. That's very interesting. So, so music, disembodied music. As if voices, though there yeah. was an I got, I got a full band or a record playing. Like uh, yeah. I'm thinking that movie. Um, uh, what's oh man, I just had it now, but I forgot it. The The, the Shining. Movie, That's oh, one. With the with the um, oh, there was a demon. He had a red face, and he would play uh, this old record player. Oh right. Oh, was it tiptoe through the tulips with uh, yeah. Tiny Tim? It was a record player, too. I mean, there wasn't an actual something playing the music, but it sounded like a record player. And it came right from my closet, and we would check. We would check where it could be coming from, what it could be, and we could never find it. It was so weird. (laughs) Now, was there any kind of contact? Did you have any kind of physical interaction with a spirit, or did you ever make any contact with a shadow being or a form? Yeah. The shadow oh, was being it always thing, just atmospheric. Yeah, that, no, it was a whole lot. It was like probably the whole nine. If anybody would think what a haunting was, think about like knocking noises, things being tipped over, things being thrown around, um, apparitions in the television when it's off, um, knocking on the windows, doors opening and shutting, clothes coming out of the dryer, toilets and everything flushing, just madness. Um, they had a fruit cellar in the basement, and that alone was so spooky. But it was—it uh, had gravestones built into the basement, so I don't know if like somebody got stuck there, unfortunately, or what. But there was gravestones built into the basement. I know that it was built over some type of old burial, um, and it just made it even more spooky—the fact that it was on a burial ground. But. Um, yeah, so I actually used to charge kids like a quarter to go down in my <laughs> basement because my house was so haunted. And we would hear footsteps in the attic. I would hear whispers. I would feel somebody crawling on my bed. Like, it felt like somebody was, you could feel it. Like, somebody was getting on the bed. Like, they were. That's crazy. No, I've felt that like, before. You know what that feels I have like. felt that before. Right. Um, that, that is a weird sensation. No, I've had hauntings uh, as well, and I absolutely agree with the way you're describing it. Like, as a kid, there is this immediate, like, horror, but then it's replaced with fascination. And yeah. you're like, I live in a haunted house. <laughs> like, yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah. Kids are not dumb. I believe kids are actually pretty savvy, and especially, uh, you know, generations like ours and later. No, they yeah. know what ghosts are. Uh, you know, I know what a ghost was. Uh, very early on in life, and no, we had ghosts. Yeah. We we would see apparitions of yeah. like li- a little old lady like walking around. Uh, I've been touched personally by invisible yeah. hands. Things get knocked out of our hands sometimes in the kitchen. Like the kitchen is a very haunted area in our house. Yeah. Um, I've done a, a number of things to try to like uh, relieve the actual. We would sage, right? We would sage, and yes. it would go away for like a day, and then that feeling of 
thick air or just, you know, discomfort comes back mm -hmm. and you're like, something is staring at me. <laughs> oh, exactly. And I, oh yeah, there's a lot of sixth sense and I, I know sixth sense, right? There's a lot of yeah. sixth sense, uh, uh, cognition that goes along with it. Yes. Like if you know when you're being stared at, yeah. Uh, but then you realize that. you yeah. are alone and you, um, you know, doors are locked, windows are closed or, uh, like I said, the atmosphere, something about the, the static electricity in yeah. rooms or so like it makes your hair stand on end. It makes you feel right. like, like you're walking through a, like something thick, like a, like a, like a fog. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And it is an instinct that humans have that if somebody is staring at you long enough, people recognize it. There, something goes off in their head, like, yes. "Oops, someone's staring at me." So you look around, and this is just like that, but nobody's there. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. I absolutely know what you think. Uh, do you think that they're attached to the house? Do you think yeah. that they're specifically attached to the property, or they were? Because I've heard both sides yeah, that they are attached Definitely. to people, or that they can be attached to houses. No, I think this these these spirits because I think there was like two or three they were stuck to the house because one was like a little girl, one was an old man, and they were like farmer type. Like I kept seeing them in like pilgrim like vintage clothes, like you know things like that. And I don't know what happened there, but I know it wasn't good. And the man always had an axe in his hand, and the little girl was definitely like out playing sometimes or you would hear the giggles or you would hear the like I said disembodied voices my dad even saw a shadow like figure one night and he punched a hole through the wall because he kept asking the shadow figure he's like what are you doing here what do you want why are you here holy shit and it was in our dining room holy shit that's crazy I mean that's not crazy but that, that is fucking intense right yeah I know and we're all just like oh my goodness because we knew, like the rest of us already knew that we were experiencing things, but when my parents confirmed it, it was like, oh, it really is not just our childish imaginations that are going off, you know, it's, this is real. <laughs> what are the, what are the cherished uh, childhood type experiences involving the supernatural that is always brought up every now and then um, in our house is the incident where, because we lived in a very, very occupied house with like yeah. I believe three families at one time under one roof but at some point during this worth I think there was only two families both living under the same roof basically there was uh -huh. the audio and physical like vibr vibrations and thudding of yeah. footsteps on the roof footsteps oh on gosh. a single story middle of a working class neighborhood yeah. and the middle of a like residential part of a city and um, it's, it's not like we were in the middle of the country where it could have been an right. animal or uh, you know in, a, in a, an apartment building where there is somebody above us and it could have been someone on the roof or anything right. like no, that was like a worker there. yeah like, we didn't if at anything it would be as absurd as if you were like ever in a working class neighborhood with dogs and with lights you know like porch lights and people in the backyard smoking cigarettes and listening to music and imagine if a real human being ran on top of the roof and then jumped off into an like the backyard now you would see it like even if the police were chasing a guy but this happened right. night after night after night and it's not like there's a cat burglar after money in our jewels or anything nobody's parkouring in your neighborhood exactly that's like, like if, if there's this is not an environment where people normally just run on roofs right <laughs> like 
And so it was the point that the entirety of the household heard it. And um, they even tried to find out who it was by running outside, like normal behavior, you know? Right, yeah, we would do those things too, go search for what was happening, because it's so... You think it's a person, because you have to think it's a person. Right, because what else could it be? Or an animal, what else, or we thought maybe a raccoon or something, like, you know, what what, what else could, but it was this, you know, what else could it be? You have to think logically, right, and you go through all those processes first, and then your brain will consider the supernatural. And, and, you know, that we were left with no other conclusion because it was invisible, it was intangible, it didn't leave any evidence, but obviously it was heard. Multiple people, they weren't all mass hallucinating. And it's a very common, um, uh, uh, common thing, actually, in Mexican-American culture, of hearing footsteps on the roof of houses with families in them, like especially young children. Um, like that's a, a, you know, traditional folklore thing. You'd be surprised how common ghosts really are. Like, you know, like it's, it's believable. Like, isn't like that. That's believable. It's not like you're the only one in the world, nor was I. And I think millions and millions of Americans and millions and billions of people around the world have seen and witnessed ghosts. Right, like it's a it's absolutely a proven phenomenon now with oh my things gosh, like look the at, um, scopes trial. Uh, there was the scopes experiment, and no, Demi. Oh, sorry, no, Demi I'm, Lovato too, and her whole thing lately. Oh yeah, she's uh, doing going into the space stuff too. It just gives it more validity. But go on, sorry. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like that. There's a there's so much scientific experimentation done to it, and. Mm-hmm. Um, so much video evidence documenting it, and there's so much uh, work being done with it that it becomes one of those things that um, it's no longer... I mean, yes, the personal experience is kind of, like, necessary for you to really believe it, but, oh, it's real. It's like, oh, it is... At, like, you will believe it when you see it, but... Right. Um, oh, once you experience it yourself, that's when it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. It's something that you can no longer deny. Exactly. That's like, yeah, you might have to see it to believe it, but it's you'll probably see it. You know, like you'll probably right. see it. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so saw that shadow person. That's when I was like, oh, okay, like this is that really happened. Like that's I'm not nuts. I was sober. I was good. Like I was sound minded, and I'm like. I'm really racking my brain and checking WebMD. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, am I schizo? Am I okay? Am I, you know, what's going on? Am I, you know, because hearing voices, you always just assume, oh, I must be crazy or there must be something wrong with me or I must be mental. But it's like, no, there's other reasons why you might hear that. There's actually a, you know, tool, a tool, a <laughs> device used by the government that can cause people to hear voices in their head. So not only is it like it could be, you know, other reasons like voices from the TV, da da da. Have you ever had that happen? Yes, I voices actually have. Uh, TV when it's off. I have um, a huge interest in that electronic voice phenomenon, yeah. EVP, and I believe they call it like white noise. But mm-hmm. as well as um, things like digital signals, I believe that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of prescience to uh, people who say they see. Um, Images and photographs that are from other dimensions that are like exactly like other dimensional photograph photography. Uh, Like, no, there's a huge amount of like different methods to 
Oh yeah. To record or to get electronic like um um. Um, signals somehow That's through electronic why they keep devices. About space. That's why they yeah. keep giving those little drips of like, oh, we caught a sound beam from space. So weird, so strange. What could it be? Oh, we're getting another, you know, um, beam of whatever energy. Solar, in cosmic space. rays. Uh, absolutely. Right. And like you said, uh, the Wi Fi angle of it. Um, if, if you really stopped and think about it, if we're all energy and things like that, if it can speak through a radio, it can speak through a person and that's like a possession or it can, uh, you know, uh, whisper to you, quote unquote, inside your head because the government right. already has yeah. devices that they research that can do just that with wireless, yeah. uh, energy broadcasting. Exactly. But once you start getting into the idea that this is all energy and how it plays out, like shadow men are they're, there just on a different wavelength or a different frequency. They're using these things as um, crowd control as well. That's mm -hmm. one of the ways that they can push a crowd back. What did they do? They shoot a, what is it, like... Um, a beam of microwaves? Right. They, yes, that's what they do. They do a powerful, like, you know, one thing and everybody backs off and gets away real quick. Like I've always had a very deep interest in like the phenomenon of scratching. Like when yeah. ghosts scratch. Um oh, right. I've always yeah. wondered about that because ghosts don't have fingernails. They don't have right. claws. It's not like they can physically manifest themselves, but like only for a second just like Oh I So I've always wondered about the phenomenon. Yeah, or like how, they, like, how is it physically people? possible? And With I've the always heard the description. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I've always heard the description of being uh, heat that people right. have described it feeling like burning, like it yeah, feels like they've been hit with a hot iron. Microwaves. Yeah, that's what, that's what I've heard too. Is that it feels like you're on fire, and it's weird because I've had feelings of like lightheadedness, and I'm sure it could could be just because I wasn't drinking enough water. Maybe I was dehydrated. Who knows? But. It felt like something I'd never felt before. Like, my whole body was tingling. It felt like just something similar like that. Like, I got hit with a beam of something, and my whole body went tingly and numb for a second, and I was like, this is not normal. Like, this feels weird. I think that they must manipulate some kind of direct energy, um, either in the microwaves die. or in, exactly, some kind of... Um, it scrambles your brain for a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and you're just like, what is happening? The 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 feeling of like a they they drain batteries too. Like feeling of being drained. Yeah. As I say, like they drain they drain you of your energy of your electronic electrical uh, field or electrical um, uh, generation. I feel that way when I'm meditating. Sometimes I feel like I can feel myself being. You know what I mean? Sometimes drained of that energy. Now, that's a good point to, to also start exploring. Um, so I've also seen that you're working on and have researched the gate process that the CIA oh uh, disclosed. And no one has spoken about it outside of us. Uh, you know, us. How is that possible? I noticed that, too. Honestly, it was kind of driving me a bit nuts that not more people were bringing it up. And I get it. It's not everybody's cup of tea on certain platforms. But at the same time, isn't this groundbreaking like shouldn't we all be shook in our boots like shouldn't we all be considering what this means and i've been meditating my whole life like ever since i was like 
15, 14, whatever. So I'm pretty practiced in it. And I'll tell you what, I've had deeper, crazier meditations recently than I've ever had, more lucid. And I don't know what is happening. I don't know if, like, for some reason, I feel like it has to do with our earth and it's protected, you know, being protected by its energy shields, things like that, right? Magnetosphere, all of that. I feel like some, it has something to do with that. But... I don't know. I don't know. The meditation and all of that, it's been getting a lot more lucid. And I'm not sure if it's just me, but I'm sure other people are going through that too. I think a lot of it is uh, having to do with the new timeline that we're probably shifting into. It's going to be more uh, lucrative and more generous when it comes to those energies. And right. And if kind they know that give and take can happen, of course they're going to alter them and help certain shifts happen, right? If yeah. it favors their I've agendas. Heard, I've heard under legitimate, like, very good sources that we are returning to the timeline that was... That we were meant to be on? Or of 2012, you're right. So there was a timeline shift in 2012 into yeah. a negative timeline, and that was the work of a lot of dark side powers. Now, right. the, the shift is to return us to a state of that 2012 era of optimism and uh positivity the, right the instead of everything being chaos and all these mass attacks and horrible events i mean my goodness yeah the power they, they to really the people. that up i think that phrase the power to the people really applies here because like you said it all you need to do is meditate and connect and the cia Amen. has already released the documentation that even that proves it validates it and there are methods that I think the reason why it wasn't such a world shattering revelation is because the people who already believed in it um, oh, right. they they're not shocked knew. by it they believe in it right like they right. know that they're the world's like, a yeah. simulation that it's a the matrix the maya and that, that meditation and that uh work on um observation and like right. consciousness that Affects like the law of attraction has been, I think, on the public mindset since like Word 2012. Left. Yeah, I was just gonna say for the last almost decade at most. Yeah. And if people like Elon Musk and others are repetitively saying, I think that this is what we live in, I think that we live in a simulation, you might want to listen to the people who have the money, who have the power, you know what I mean, in ways like that. You might want to take heed as to what he's saying and read between the lines there, and we can all kind of grasp that, yeah, we must live in some type of sort, some sort of simulation, right? We have to understand that, like, this life obviously is not forever, and I do believe, much like you were saying, that things can be changed. I believe that we could have shifted realities a bit because that's all the craze nowadays anyhow is, you know, all these Gen Z and even some millennials talking about shifting and what that means and changing your own reality, right? So they know that if they get so many people to believe in a certain thing or in this chaos, then that will cause us maybe to shift more into that, you know, like you said, negative state. And Ooh, I think that yeah. more people are finding their sovereignty and their their oneness and they want to be able to live a life where they do own maybe a little bit of land and a home and can just live peacefully without feeling like a, an inmate in a prison. Well, the simulation I always believe isn't even so much a physical one. 
Because right. people, I think, when they hear the simulation theory, they think that the world is like ones and zeros, and if they... No, we're like avatars. That's, yeah, exactly. We, we exist elsewhere. This is just a body that we get for this game. And like, so the game, yeah, you're absolutely right. Good way to think about it, the game. And you're like, if in 2012, we entered a timeline when the average person forgot how to play the game. Yeah, and they think yeah. the game sucks because they're frustrated because they don't know how to play themselves. And you see things like obesity, there's right. a massive suicide rate, the economy's in the shitter because uh, people forget how to be entrepreneurs or they forget, they how, they forget how to work. The, the real rules of life, they can't feed themselves because they forget how to farm. They, they have no attachment to nature. Person. Yeah, right. and so they develop like... Uh, like I said, they don't think for themselves, and their avatar experience is right. really miserable. And they they have very uh, poor uh, is like, like user experiences. Yeah. Now the game suffers for it because we have lost a decade of progress that needs to be made. And if you look at like no. uh, just your community, if your city's dirty. It's because there's not enough players, say Ready Player One, right, cleaning right, the yep. streets and taking care of their communities because right. they haven't asserted themselves. Except, um, it's or not a simple fix. Having pity parties exactly. or feeling like they're not capable because they might have a disability or mental health issues. And I'm so tired of, you know, people faking like mental illnesses or struggles. Like, please don't do that. If, if you're that kind of person, just don't because people struggle with it. It's not fun. And for the people who do struggle with it, pick yourselves up and fight and do what you need to do to live your best life, too. You know, just exactly. because you might have one or two things different about you it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you it doesn't mean you're broken it doesn't mean you can't do anything about it you always have a choice to make this life the best life you know i think that's very important to to think about like always ancestrally since time began um from what we can gather people uh -huh. have always tried to make this life their best life right there has never been a time when people lived for any other goal besides to improve their their physical life their their real their real one life and prepare for the next right. now they always considered the next until very recently until this right. mass atheism and, and everybody's live like YOLO you only live once right or exactly no, it, like, no you're absolutely right I didn't even think like, about that like, Good point. That, I didn't even think about huge. that. That he, that phrase sums it up. You only live once. Because right. there that's a double-edged sword. While it's meant to encourage like wild abandon, it yeah. enforces this nihilism that yeah. nothing matters, that um this pessimism, you know, and so not yeah. everyone's like cliff diving and doing body shots off the hottie, though. People are just right, being right. depressed and nihilistic and down sand uh, slopes and you and know hurtful. Like they spend their life trolling, they spend their life yeah. um, hating, yeah. they spend their life just leeching, they spend being their life uh, doing whatever they want. Grudges, being rude, yeah. right? Yep, I totally agree with that. And playing the victim at every chance right. they get. 
because they think everything is so unfair to them. Right. They're like, why are you doing this to me? It's not about you, sugar booger. (laughs) Exactly. And there's something like people don't realize is that that's this like you've talked about the Anakian magic and and the Kia Mm -hmm. Solomon. That was the negative uh, magics that were being put on society. With that yellow stuff. That's it. Like, people don't realize Time. that was um, that was a type of uh, magical incantation. Yes, and yes. And the four letters and the acronym, the whole thing was a sim- symbology. And they definitely reinforced it. And we have, to, we have to do our due diligence to break these generational curses that they put on us. Yes. That's the simulation, I think. That's the matrix, yeah. I think. That's what I'm saying. It's not a physical, like... If you become Neo, you start stopping bullets because you know the code. No, it's right. it's not because, oh, you instantly become a billionaire. We got it. Yeah, it's not the Illuminati thing either where you're like, oh, when you get all the symbols, you become rich and you become famous. Right. No, it's you become. And you just need the invite. <laughs> you're so right. That's you funny. just become able to think for yourself. And how you learn how to cope in reality when you, yeah. Like no, you you're right. Black. There's no once you start realizing that you are the for anything the only one you're responsible to, but you are still responsible for everything that you feel that you process. And no, you start. Right. Like you said, it, it's this like you said the ego death, this super difficult decision to make where you're like, oh, you know, it's up to me to improve right. my life. It's up to me to improve my community. It's up to me to improve my family. And people don't understand that when you don't do these things, you're only harming yourself. Like when people think, oh, I'll do this and it'll get back at this person. It doesn't matter. You're only harming yourself and you're only doing yourself a dis- you know, favor by doing these things. I think that's the spirit of Halloween, to be honest. And this is where I was going with it, is that I think that Halloween, like Deo de los Mortes, like all these uh, a ritual or these events that are about ghosts, that are about spirits, that are right. about monsters. Yeah, the dead. The yeah. dead. It's to kind of reinforce the fact that our lives are short, that we live in a that brutal... There is and, a exactly. A, a world that is unforgiving, but we are the life. We are the life force. We are the living. And what we do in this life echoes for eternity. That we. I agree with that. I think that fullheartedly. And that if we're monsters in this world, we'll be monsters in the next. If we can't, you know, let go oh, of yeah, this world, gonna we're going to be doomed lesson. forever. Right. If you're mucking around in this life and you want to be a bad person and treat people bad, well, then... Yeah, in the next life, you'll certainly get what's coming to you. You might be that person who, you know, gets on the other receiving end of the horrible things that you did in this life, you know? Mm-hmm. In many ways, in a society without karma, in a society without, uh, you know, the supernatural like we li- want to live in today, right. we are we are poor for it. We are yeah. far poorer as a society. That's the real poverty. Because even well, people without, poor. yeah, even even people who literally live with nothing but have plans to make themselves better, to plans to improve, and you know they get a lot right. of cooperate. That they are richer, you know, exactly R- better for a man whose neighbor is near than a brother far away. And I think that that 
phrase is like, yeah, better people work together regardless right. if they if they are related or regardless if they have blood between them. It's or just we have the same beliefs on every little thing. On every little <laughs> thing, yeah. It's it's the people who are your community and you're close to. Hopefully people will get spiritual again with the meditation, with the gate process, with this disclosure, and they'll see that the simulation is not hopeless, that you right. are the avatar, you are the player of your game. Uh, that you it, decide it, whether it's going to be a good one or not. You decide whether there's victories or not, right? Exactly. It's not a power fantasy. It's a sim Right, exactly, and I think you're right, you said it so well, people forgot how to play the game, they forgot. Exactly, exactly, people forget, people, it's so in front of their face, like they play Minecraft and they play Roblox obsessively and their own houses are falling apart and you're like, you can build We've stuff in real life. Crossing, though, and my Animal Crossing island is good. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly, no, I I totally get it. Like, like I know I totally get the the Animal Crossing obsessions because that human connection to farming and to making I things better. I love that better. game. I really do. <laughs> no, people... I get it though. I get what you mean though. And people, it's so funny because it is right in front of them. They're doing it themselves in these games. They're repeating these very same actions and they can't do it in their own lives they cannot apply these things in their own lives and if they would only get out of their own way for the most people that's all they need to hear get out of your own way stop this stop making excuses stop throwing your little pity parties nobody wants to sit and have a tea and pity with you they don't want that you know they want you to pick yourself up show what you can do and own it no absolutely Absolutely, and you know it, it's different for every single person. And, and right. you don't take any other's example as your own. Like, don't try to be anyone or anything. Right. But and and on your own time, like with the ego death, with your spirituality, with looking into the truth or stuff, at your own time. It's at anybody's own pace. Nobody's rushing you. Exactly. That's why. But now, just to bring it back, I liked your tier video because, like I said before, you have to take the time, at least though, regardless of how long it takes you or how, you know, you do it, however you walk that road, but you got to walk a road where you examine your life, you examine everything you believe in or people believe in, and, you know, you ask yourself the hard questions, you look yourself in the mirror, and you, you know, in the end, you realize the strongest and the, the most you know, um, powerful thing you're going to do is just be yourself. Right. And we get that change is hard, right? For a lot of people, change can be really hard, but it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. Life is fluid and forever changing. So you have to kind of come to peace with that. (laughs) Amen. Amen to that. And I said, like, it's ironic that Halloween season is always about ghosts and monsters and the supernatural. And I've made, uh, you know, videos this month that were about the the scarier, darker subjects because you know it's in keeping. But I realized the scariest, hardest thing is being true to yourself and what people mm. fear the most. Because while I was making ideas for this show, I was thinking, what could we talk about? Fears, phobias, and of course, those would have been good subjects. But I, you know, honestly, don't want to be phobic or fearful. And, right. and even in Halloween, I kind of, you know, think that it's more of a fun holiday 
Right. We acknowledge the spirit. We enjoy, you know, that the kids get to have fun, that people get to decorate. That's all good and well. Yeah, we're not about fear, you and I. Your channel's not about fear. And when watching your videos, you know, it's we're about being honest and we're about exploring these subjects that scare others, but they don't scare us. Right, and to definitely take the fear out of it because it's unnecessary and we don't want people, you know, again, it's been stating, wasting your lives worried over something that really has no effect on you at all. That's another thing is a lot of these things don't even affect people. It doesn't mean anything in your life, but they still let it concern them or worry them. But it's like, you really don't have to bother with that at all. You know that, right? Like you have the ability to choose and say, I will entertain this. I won't entertain this. I like this. I don't like that. That's totally fine. Well, hopefully people will start reading the gate program document. Yeah, and definitely. We, we I need to do, do more videos entire, on it. Yeah, we should do an entire episode on that pro, on that program. We should. We could, I have it saved. I have the papers saved and everything, and I was diving deep into it because I don't want it to be something that people just lightly graze over. I want it to be something that people dive into and take a chunk out of because – it will help us all, you know. It's like one of the keys to this puzzle. It's just a clue to the bigger picture. Well, and next it's time. not the answer. It's just part of the answer. Oh, absolutely. Next time, though. Next time, we will be deep diving, hopefully, into the gate program and into that meditative yeah. programming. I want to include a lot more of that on my channel as well. The the absolutely. 5D astral projection, the first Earth Battalion type stuff. Um, you know how many people would love to discuss astral projection with you? So many. <laughs> I would love to discuss it with you. I would love to discuss it with you. I actually would. I would absolutely love to discuss astral projection with you. Remote viewing, out of body experiences, sure. other Stargate program type activity, yeah, quantum physics, the reality, yeah. the sciences behind it, the, exactly. the history That's behind it. That's what people need to see is the science behind it too. So they don't. A lot of people think it's foolish. Well, guess what? The CIA just released these documents telling you people are astral projecting and it's real and it's not foolish and it's possible. So if you don't believe it, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Foolish now, you know, who's foolish right. now? We're, we well, weren't the ones the that were wrong. Time. And they want to keep it that way. That's why the CIA wanted to keep it secret, because it gives yeah. people too much power. It really sure. does. Now, we're reaching the end of the hour. Thank you very much for being a guest on the Beyond Top Secret Texas podcast. You are always welcome back. Open invitation. And it's it's been an absolute uh, amazing hour to be spent with you catching up and then speaking, you know, your mind on these different subjects. Yeah. Dame Von Bondaisy, thank you very much. If you would like to give your deets once more, just where we can find you, how we can catch up with you, how we can catch your content, and where everyone can follow, leave your leave the likes and, and share your content. Watch give you the views. Yeah, thank you so much. I just want to say it's been a pleasure. It's always great. It went by so quick. It always does because it's always so interesting. But I really do appreciate you and your community and for having me on here again. It really does mean a lot. I enjoy being here. I enjoy, you know, your community and seeing what they have to say and how they respond to what you're doing. It's awesome. And I'm so just proud of you and your growth and i can see that it's just going to keep snowballing it's just going to keep getting bigger and better and i want to say that first that i'm very very proud of you and i can't wait like wait to just grow with you together and to keep growing and 
I just am, I'm amazed. I really am well, to see you. you go from like 2000 subscribers to where you are now. It's just, it's impressive. And it's a lot of work. People don't get that. It's a lot of work. So all the praise you deserve it. Seriously. Thank you. And, and you've always known that I've always respected your work and, and your obviously much larger of a channel and more influential than I am, but we'll battle the shadow banning together. I'm honest, yeah. We are being shadow banned right now like never before. I have never yeah. imagined that the shadow banning would be this intense for this long over no reason besides the fact that they just simply don't want people like us around. Truthers, uh, people who question the system, and people who are positive. I feel people right. who are positive. If we were negative and cliche we would be all over the place with like hundreds of thousands of followers. So true. The but, algorithm gods do not favor the topics that we discussed. And it's unfortunate because we do have good intentions. And there are so many people out there with bad intentions that just get blasted and well, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Yep. Perfect example. You have 10,000 plus followers or subscribers on YouTube your mm -hmm. videos should be getting hundreds of thousands of views. Oh, they, trust me, they should be getting hundreds of thousands of views. And it's only because the YouTube algorithm is not showing them because your views are in the hundreds, not even the thousands, which is less than 10% of even your followers. And so there's right, a which never happened. It's not I've never been. Yeah, yeah, it's not even never been this much below. Exactly, and they can't take away our followers, but sometimes they even do. I've, I remember they used to yep. unsubscribe people, and so right. there's no way to even know what's real analytically <laughs> anymore on YouTube. That's right. how bad the shadow banning is. On Instagram, the shadow banning is terrible. Yeah, oh, that's man. so true. And you can see, because every once in a while, like something will slip through, and I'll get like... Myself personally, like 500 to 1,000 likes on something. Right. And yep. then the next video gets like 10 views, and you're like, no. that's not. And I have like, a, what, like 2,000 followers. And that's not even like, I'm not nowhere near bragging. I'm just saying it would. No, I know. I know what you mean. Capped. I have posts that go it's through it too. Yeah, it's like 1%, 2%. They follow you on each platform, it feels like to me sometimes, you know. Are they, exactly. And TikTok was super shadow banned too for a long time. Yeah. Um, like I, said, I, I, you know, thank you and everything, but it, that was pure luck on my part. And you're right, it's an uphill battle, but we're all going to work together. Um, I'll start sharing and featuring your content, of course, and Likewise, everything. Of course. And the, the problem is, we just got to fight this together. It'll yeah, get better. That's what the, that needs to happen. Is the yeah. community does need to come together and help each other out and keep collaborating together, keep supporting each other, keep putting each other's work out there, and just showing that love and support because nobody else is going to do it for us. But I, I even and, imagine us doing something like a like a digital protest or something specifically because in the future this is going to be something that's like. One day we could even have an event, right, exactly. where we could all get together and discuss these things without concern. But I agree. I can definitely see us doing bigger, better things about this and for this. Yeah, I'm just saying, keep in there. Keep your keep your head up. Um, you know, obviously everyone out there. But it's ironic because you have such a huge channel compared to mine. You have such a long a years of influence. Um, I, would, I would actually uh, – exactly. I'm very – I'm, I'm – I can't even believe that you just gave me that praise because you're someone I watched since uh, 2018. Aww. And exactly like I mean, right now I am I am kind of having an out of body experience. <laughs> it's <all laughs> good. It's like really I'm speechless. 
you've been working so hard and you can tell, you know, you can tell when the work's put in and it shows. Well, thank you very I much. Um, Dame Von Von Daisy, absolutely, you're always welcome back. Thank you very much uh, for your time. I know your time is precious. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, you guys can check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Snapchat. But my YouTube is my biggest platform, so you can hang out with me there. I'd love to have you. And I just, yeah, I really do appreciate being here anytime. Just hit me up. Let's do this. We got it. Exactly. We can do many more together for sure. Exactly. And I highly encourage you to catch her, uh, you know, her her Twitch uh, gaming sessions. Currently, she's maxed out on Apex Legends. Ooh, ooh, yeah, see me off the cuff. <laughs> it, it, exactly. I, I actually, um, you know, exactly. I, I don't watch too many Twitch um, gamers, but your channel is actually really good. So, oh, highly encourage you. that. So, thank you very much. God bless you. Uh, hope you have a great day and everything. You've been listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast. I'm the Beyond Top Secret Texan. You can catch me uh, where you normally do. Exactly. Online, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, those are the two that I post most often now. But YouTube is uh, the archive of all the, the previous efforts and, and videos I post there weekly. Um you can catch the podcast on your favorite provider. I am distributed uh, all across the internet currently. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um, and many, many others. So thank you all very much, listeners new and old. Thank you all for listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast with your host, the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Thank you all. Namaste and shalom. God bless you. Back to Earth. Back to the XBO satellite. It's showtime, nigga. Get drunk, boy. King Peter. MF Doom. And I am Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Expeditiously. I be on my grizzly. Fans try to creep me, somehow always miss me. Mr. Fantastic put the busy in the beat. Rock from the bottom straight to the tizzy. Who is he? He need to get out more. Or either get out of here like some dang outlaw standing like lurch. No herb in the record been called before a random search for curbside checking it. It's on, nigga. On and cracking like diggum. Lips be smacking, running off at them mouths that he's talking about us. On some shit they overheard, but enough is enough. Yeah, it's neither here nor there, black. Warfare in the air. Clack, 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 clack. What's that? You hearing things? Tap, 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 tap. Be wearing your thinking hat.
A hundred things on the re-up Of course I'm living fat My Mercedes outside Nigga, where yours at? Top down on the good day Decatur out on Woodway Got cash thinking Should I stay? Fuck what the hood say Niggas wanna rob me now Bitches wanna stop me now Hoes didn't holler last year Feel sorry now Practice jump shots Reggie Mill, Robert Ori now The nigga that you with Play like Atari now Lyrically unorthodox I flow continuous Never on a straight path I'm known to bend and twist Put it down from the suburb To the tenement You betting against me But wanna wonder Where your money went I get the cash Take niggas out like trash Don't a stack of mean stats They used to call me pure math Back in the days All I did was stay paper As they say in the south Bitch, give me some hay Excuse me mister Do she got a sister? Ooh, he not to kiss her True she do got a blister Now the movie plot Twists like a Twizzler If I needed my meat Burnt, I go to Sizzler Getting paid like a biker with the best crank Sprayed like a high-ranked sniper in the West Bank Type to just blank and don't show much pity When I'm in the city, I always keep a touch with me Touch a titty Till she asks me where the trees is at Or tell me don't squeeze that Rats wanna tease a cat Let the dog beg, wait up Who talking? Doom with the hog legs Straight up, New York No matter how hard they try They can't stop us now Every time I 
cross the thin line Between yours and mine, see it's part of my design Shift the paradigm in the game combined you must be out your mind Make it star will never shine Props do, focus with a hawk's eye view I'm all that a plant and that's my times do Getting spinach, Greenwich, ATL to fitness Even Abercrombie figures open off this verbal elixir Magnetic attraction, Roy Billy Jackson Straight opening the captions, here comes a Hicks and Braxton Lyrical contraction, delivery reactions It started with a passion, that's just the way it happened One with umbilical cords, strapped to corks Won't drop a curse while hustle zip this vows Sharp with the needles, found no IVs for the people Y'all feeding for the sequel and the beast, not even EQ